0: I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of hearing everyone's half-cocked ideas when it comes to saving the planet because in all actuality, what they're doing is actually hurting the planet and causing more harm. And I have a lot of numbers, a lot of stats, and some common sense ideas that I've come up with that I think we can all agree on that would actually help the problem that we are having. And we will get to all of that good stuff after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Anchor. Happy Friday, Happy Father's Day weekend as well. to All the dads out there, no matter what aspect you fall into that, I consider you plants to be your babies, animals, obviously kids. Like there's a lot of it. Happy Father's Day, regardless to all of that. And a quick shout out again to Ashley Lana and the Lull- and lullaby, the fear podcast on, well on Spotify. I listen to it on Good Pods Instagram page for it. Like, it's a really good one. If you like the true crime stuff and hear those stories, all kinds of details, check it out. It's good. I enjoy it. I know you'll enjoy it. Now there, there's the shout out. And I can move on to the subject at hand, which really is, you know, climate stuff and temperatures. And no one's going to deny that they're going up. I mean, that's obviously proven to be true. I mean, it's not like the world's going to end right now because of it, but that is happening. And all the things that a lot of these people want to do doesn't actually do anything to help any of that cause. And yet, for some reason, so many people you know, jump right into it and follow along like they think they're helping. And this is the only way, even though their ideas are dumb and very harmful to the planet, which then causes more problems. I really don't understand how people follow along with it. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Just like, why can Daisy not go three seconds without being stupid, as you just heard, probably. You know, why they have to be so dumb and harmful. And the way people treat the environment that are also saying good things about the environment. That they want to save it, you know, just is more destructive and hurts everything more. Be it everyone on their side, even though it is blatant and clear as day that, you know, it is destructive. They don't care. And they get, oh my God, I'm going to throw my chair through a wall one of these days, people, but they get all up in our face and tell us that we're wrong and we're crazy and we just want to hurt the world. Because they're just so blatantly, horrifically ignorant to everything going on in the world. Yeah. And all the things, the processes that happen, and what am I, you know, how much we need fossil fuels and the fact that we'll never be able to get rid of them and how much things like oil and that, how, how much like products they make. And how much you know things that it's actually in, which I think will blow people's minds. And there are intelligent ways that we could actually do this to help everything. And I will get to them at the end, as long as my chair doesn't keep, you know, creaking. But a lot of things we could do to actually make a difference instead of doing what they're doing, which would actually help as they're they're so worried about, you know, global warming and ground temperatures rising and water temperatures rising and all that. Like, but yet they're not doing anything to help really in any actual way to save the planet. Um, don't worry, I'm going to break down all of that. It's actually really clear and obvious. Though for some reason, I just get my head taken off all the time. Heaven forbid anyone could just actually talk on the other side, you know, they just attack me. But I got some you know ideas here. So you know it's gonna be a good one. Lots of information. First off, rising temperatures and all this information comes from climate.gov. Oh, it's their own thing. But combined land and sea rose by an average of 0.13 degrees or 0.08, you know, sorry, 0.13 degrees Fahrenheit. Let's get it right, or 0.08 degrees Celsius since 1880 per decade. And then since 1981, it has been double that, over double that really at 0.32 degrees Fahrenheit or 0.18 degrees Celsius per decade so we all know it's happening it's not world ending like I think AOC and Greta and all of them said the world's going to be over by now because it was just going to burn up and go away you guys missed on that one sorry but you know there's things we could do Because look at I mean granted there are years where we couldn't you know, track a lot of stuff and all that but a lot of things we can do and, you know, to actually help it out as a country, and as a world, but China, I mean, they said they're not going down at all for like over a decade, so I look how much stuff they're, you know, fossil fuels they're burning, we can stop everything, we're still not going to help because of the way they are and a lot of other countries too and, you know, I got some ideas as to how we could actually do it, which I think would actually help that makes sense <laughs> no one makes any sense but they have some ideas too and their ideas to save everything absolutely sucks and i'm gonna start off first you know about you know the them, he's stopping the pipeline and no matter what all these land leases millions of acres of them are going away so yeah that is a real thing. And why shut down the pipeline? And we heard his energy lady, Granholm, heard Walter complain about her enough on Wednesdays, but she has said she wanted to try to shut down Line 5 in Michigan, even though it's clean, there's no emissions from it. But a boom, it goes right through. Um, instead, they want to get it from countries, You, look at the, you know, because our problem, we need to get more going to like the Saudis and Russians, which burns way dirtier than ours ever could from here. Like but working with those guys, which are bad actors anyway, to give them money and hostile regimes that don't like us, and then how much carbon emissions go from the tankers that bring it across the ocean. And how many? yeah, then they unload it onto trains and trucks, which then uses more emissions to get it wherever, yeah, it's going by train to put it on more trucks, probably, which you know more emissions and more emissions, way more than a car ever could. We have to shut down the pipeline, which could, you know, boop, goes right through and no emissions, which would actually save millions of pounds of emissions from going into the environment. I just want to make sure I start out saying that. As, guess what? His grandma, when she was up Mission, talking about shutting down Line 5. I've even heard her say, you know, mention a few times since she got in with this administration, which is completely clean. They said they're trying to help, you know, save the planet but you're blowing millions of pounds of CO2 into the atmosphere by transporting it the way you are not them, which is my problem with them shutting down the pipelines. You're trying to save the environment. Why are you making us do it by ways that completely destroy, like, you know, puts out millions of pounds of waste into the air and emissions, no matter what, you know, it's going to have to happen, but we could do stuff where we could cut way back on that and actually save some things. So it was trying to cut down carbon emissions. This way is putting out way more than anyone's car ever could, which is dumb. It makes no sense. Then we get on to the electric car thing, which is dumb and non-sustainable. I mean, I'm pretty sure when Elon said it, it's probably true. he kind of got you know his eye on the market, but Let's get to the mining and what the mining does to the planet, and it's amazing. And none of them seem to care. You bring it up, and they just get angry. Apparently, like Daisy right now, and why her and Hannah can't sit alone for eight and a half minutes—not even nine minutes yet—already twice. I don't know how hard it is. Stop messing with each other, anyway. But the mining, what it does to the planet, everyone tells me I'm crazy. But there's a lot of problems caused by it. Pollutes water sources, increases carbon dioxide emissions, misuses gallons of water, depletes fertile land, causes respiratory issues, creates unsustainable water table reduction, and tampers with the water cycle from ecojungle.net. Then, next information from the Institute for Energy Research.org. Good stuff. 2016, dead fish were seen floating down the Licky River because of toxic chemicals leaking from the Gansu Zoo. Rongda lithium mine, and then Kao Nyakarkis is also found floating in the river after drinking the contaminated water, and this was the third event in seven years just from that one, and it was run by China's BYD, one of the plant's largest lithium-ion battery suppliers. Mine was closed in 2013 after a second incident, but then reopened because of demand, and then the incident happened again in 2016. Lithium pr- extracting processes use up about 500,000 gallons of water per metric ton of lithium. If we are talking about how you know water stuff, that's not a good thing. That's a lot of water, especially in places where they need it. Extraction process. Miners drill a hole in salt flats and pump salty mineral brine into the surface. After multiple months the water evaporates and leaves behind mag- manganese, potassium, borax and lithium salts which are then filtered and placed in another evaporation pool. And after 12 to 18 months of this process, the mixture is filtered enough that lithium carbonate can be extracted. South America, South America's lithium triangle of Argentina, Bolivia, and Chile holds more than half of the world's metals under its salt flats. And Chile's Salar de Atacama uses up 65% of the region's water supply for mining which then hurts farmers and then they have to go and find other sources of water so they could actually still live and produce food and all that which you know again bad bad thing and then in nevada they found impacts on fish you know life you know all animal life as far as 150 miles downstream from a lithium processing operation that's here in the states and that's very very bad as compared to like fracking it's actually much, you know, cleaner and all that. But you know, oil bad. You know, contaminating things and all that. Good apparently with all the stuff they put in there, but no one talks about the dangers of that and the recycling problems and all those other things, which everyone has problems with. with why there's fields full of them, but and even better, as we talked about, you know, as everyone made comments about a certain president. He was orange, orange man bad. Like as they said. Like you said, that China was the problem. And Joe, you know, said that Trump was in China's pocket. Here's a good one. After, you know, he came into office and signed immediately that they're going to switch their whole fleet to electric and they want to get electric everything, here's some good stuff for you. China is one of the top five stakeholders when it comes to lithium resources on the planet. Tianqi Lithium has controlling interest at 51% of the world's largest lithium reserve in Australia and became the second largest shareholder. Sociedad Quimica de Minera, which is the largest lithium producer in Chile, Ganfeng Lithium, has a long agreement to underwrite all lithium raw material produced by Australia's Mount Mine, which is the world's second biggest high-grade lithium reserve. And did I mention China? That company there. Biggest. Yeah. Excuse me. Like producers of... That one company is the biggest producers of lithium-ion batteries on the planet. Just throwing that out there. And then cobalt being mined in Congo by child labor, where China owns eight of the 14 largest cobalt mines in the country. We're switching to do all this stuff and use all these materials as they bought up all the stocks and everything. So no matter what, they're making all the money. They're making the batteries. Who is really being helped besides China when it comes to all these EVs that they're ordering? You now the money has to go to China because they own all this stuff. Lithium mines and all that. Who thinks that electric vehicles are somehow better for the environment? When all the problems with getting the uranium and then what the mines look like when they're done with them and all that. Not good, really isn't compared to fracking. That's a little thing there. I've seen some lithium mines. Look them up, big old holes. Who thinks that it's better to do this than fracking? Again, because this is highly questionable when it comes to damage to the environment and what things have actually been proven. There's a lot of things when it comes to fracking that do have problems sometimes, but have been disproven. If fracking was that big of a problem, like there wouldn't be any drinking water or anything anywhere. Throwing it out there, this lithium stuff works for the environment, and it helps China immensely as they bought it all up. But better power ideas by these geniuses that say we need to do all this to go... Completely green with solar wind burnt turbines and, again, electric vehicles, which we have seen aren't completely sustainable by themselves. Look at Texas, look at California, look at you know Texas last year during the ice storm, which normally doesn't happen, obviously. So that was like a freak thing. But California is rolling blackouts, and a lot of companies are warning people of rolling blackouts because they can't maintain the grid. So I don't get how they think that's a good idea um never get rid of fossil fuels no matter how much they want to sorry just the way it is i mean look at all the things that are used to make components and to keep turbines moving and lubricated and all that guess. So that's those are fossil fuels you know and, oil and stuff yeah in there keeping those you know grease and all that stuff keeping those things lubricated and moving so there you go on that one And again, they're already having grid issues. So what will electric vehicles do with all those people plugging in their cars to charge them? That's more electricity being used, which then makes power plants put have to put up more power, which then causes more strain on the grid, which then regardless causes more fossil fuels to be burned to produce the electricity. Like... If anyone's following along you can't listen to any of those and argue any of it it's going to put more strain on an already strained grid in a lot of places and cause more fossil fuels to be burned to produce all the electricity because we'll need more yet they don't care and keep pushing it regardless of how many states it's proven to not work and they just use their words and their base like grew and all those other people just fall right in line and do it no matter how much information you have to disprove it how much sense you make they just tell you you're crazy conspiracy theorist. so you're telling me charging electric vehicles on norway strain grid which is going to cause more electricity to be needed isn't going to cause more fossil fuels to be burned at them like if everyone had one it's going to put the grid way through the roof which is going to be way more fuels burning that than cars driving on the road because you're still going to have to you know move the stuff by freight and all that which is putting way more stuff up in there instead of having pipelines going clear across which burn no things, no matter what tankers will have to happen. You know, freighters going across the ocean, sure. And pipelines everywhere else like can move it around the rest of the country without any emissions which could cut all the emissions from the trains and tractor trailers that carry it around. But I'm crazy for saying that And pipelines are somehow bad. And they never talk about nuclear power plants or micro power plants in any good manner. The only thing you ever hear, even though it's super clean, <laughs> There's meltdowns which haven't happened in a while. Three Mile Island, forever ago. Chernobyl, forever ago. And that was, you know, it was an old, you know, USSR technology. It wasn't well maintained. That's what caused all oh, that idiocy, caused that. And the fact it was old technology. And then you look at Fukushima. That was caused by an earthquake and a tsunami, you know, which caused their problems to even happen. And they're very clean and sustainable to include the micro plants, which give out so much and they're portable. They fit in the back of a truck how much energy they could produce that way. And it's very clean. But you never hear them mentioning any of that. It just always has to be wind, solar, wind, solar, wind, solar, all of that. And they do that stuff really, really dumb as well. And they would rather, as you see, clear woodlands for solar farms and do thing actual sustainable and functional. And in case anyone didn't know, you need six to eight acres converted to you know a solar farm for every one single megawatt of power produced. Last time I checked, those woodlands are more productive for, you know, oxygen, dealing with CO2 emissions, you know, because they converted into oxygen, keeping temperatures down. Because, you know, the ground is covered, and it's not just solar farms, so the treetop keeps the ground from getting. Burnt up. That's very obvious. I mean, don't need a brain to figure that one out. Wildlife can keep their homes. So we don't have to worry about endangering things. Why are these animals moving into the cities and places they normally are? Because you keep taking all their homes. Smaller their home gets, more they move into our home. But a boom. And it does way more damage than good. If you have a brain, you don't really have to think about it all that hard. You know, it's very clear as day. And when I say things like those, Fields frame freaks out. I'm not complaining about places like Pocono Raceway there in Long Pond, Pennsylvania. That field was cleared already as a campground for people to stay the weekend at. So it was already cleared before they put the solar farm, and then they use the power that they get for that for the track when they need to pump the rest into the local area, which I'm completely okay with because you have an empty campground, just make everyone go to the other ones. There's a lot of them. Problem solved. And it made you know a huge difference. so I'm not complaining about that because it helps the local area, which takes more you know, strain off the grid because I aren't using it, you know all year, and it was already cleared. They didn't take any Greenland to do it. They put it in an old campground. There's a lot of trees around the track. it's very wooded. Now here's my common sense solutions to actually help it. And there's some decent ones. But we retrograde government buildings and other buildings like hotels, barracks, and ramps on like military bases. When I say ramps, I mean like where we work on the vehicles, a ramp, at least on trucks and tanks. And the overhangs that they have where they park everything under so they don't melt. Like you put solar panels on top of all of them, just like regular parking garages with solar fan, you know, farms, which they do on some of the newer buildings on Lejeune. The big barracks, you know, I believe it's CEB's building, their big barracks, and a parking garage at all is covered in solar. Why? Because that solar will pump into this, you know, pump into them, you know, and help put, you know, energy into it instead of, you know, it all being just on fossil fuels to power the electric, to give them electricity, like they have the solar farm to help power the stuff, which <laughs> puts less strain, believe it or not, on the grid. Which can't hurt. And there's all kinds of buildings and facilities that can do it. You know, power companies could put it on all their buildings. Government, they could do that on all of their buildings to help out immensely. Because that would be putting it in there, which means we're using less fuel because they need less electricity, but it's to actually help with emissions. And get us away from some fossil fuels, is that's all they want to do. We can do actual forest management. Actual management, unlike what they do in California and Colorado. Those are the two that are always on fire, but do actual forest management to maybe cut down on those because think of all the emissions going up and they're burning hundreds and thousands of acres every year. The emissions from that nowhere near help any of it. Yet they still do it, which is just mind-boggling to me. And the amount of trees that they say they're putting up to help like after they burn down and to alleviate things. If you think about it, really doesn't do anything. Because how long it takes them to actually be, you know, sustainable trees, you know, and to actually be viable to help with producing oxygen and CO, you know, converting CO2 and all those emissions and everything like it takes so many years for them to be, you know, functional and helping in that situation. So I don't get why anyone makes any arguments about that, because it does take a while for them to be helpful. But if they actually did proper forest management, so all those fires didn't go up, think about, you know, the amount of missions that wouldn't go up into the sky. For that because you know fires are going to happen no matter what but you always hear the big ones always seem to be in the same spot so they obviously are doing something different because there's very dry places where people do dumb things and they don't lose all kinds of acreage at least as much as they do so that would help alleviate a lot of you know emissions and so burning up into the atmosphere because you know it's not that big of forest fires that plume of smoke isn't good no matter what you could do that you could stop clearing woodlands no matter the size, they do it around here all the time for strip malls. Maybe I have a problem with it or to build new buildings when there's empty buildings all over the place that I'm sure they could, you know, just take the money to renovate, to do whatever they need to do. And there's enough of those little strip malls already that, you know, are empty. So why are they building new ones? Like I could say down here, for example, stupid chair, but by me, there's the one that they built on the far side of Home Goods, Ulta, Michaels, and Publix, which has four empty units and a wing stop. That's the only thing in there still after all this time. And they built another one there, which is full. And, but then they built another one next to a little Walmart, which is thankfully uh, full for them, except for I think the restaurant's going to go under. But yeah, and then they built another one. Now, a new one on the other side of the little Walmart, which has a clothing store, a vape shop, of course, and a jewelry store so far, even though there's one literally not even like maybe a half mile down the road, if that very strong, if that not even that is completely empty, except for one spot and you know, producing, you know, all the equipment they need and producing concrete and all those things don't help the environment. And why are they clearing things? Like they cleared trees to put a back entrance into the public's complex through a walking trail in the woods and all kinds of stuff to put road, which gets really hot, which does not help ground temperatures. How about we just start retrograding buildings that we already have, you know, renovating them, Have make companies do that and stop building all these new strip malls when there's all kinds of them that have so many empty spots in them. It's not even funny. I mean, there's empty ones right there. Do that. Or when there's cleared land right there, do it there. Don't clear more land. Lay more concrete and asphalt just because you can. Because last time I checked, we need trees and tree cover keeps the ground cooler, which, you know, big buildings and asphalt and concrete doesn't help the environment at all. Well, let's be smart about it. It's very hard to do, but Apple would be smart about that. Stop clearing woodlands for solar farms again. Six to eight acres for one megawatt of power. Last time I checked, those trees could be much more useful for the air and the environment. And they do this really weird thing. They keep the woodland areas cool. Go into the woods, get a thermometer, point it at the ground, see the temperature there, and then go out of the woods a few feet and see where they're getting pounded by the earth and see the difference in the temperature. If we're worried about ground temperatures rising, why do we keep cutting down all kinds of wooded areas to put solar farms or anything else when we need those for oxygen, habitats for animals, and Believe it or not, it keeps the ground there and the air there cooler. <laughs> we're worried about it warming up everything. Why do we keep tearing it all down? It's actually really dumb. The more there is, the cooler everything is. Here's the habitat again for animals and all that. Circle of life converts CO2 into oxygen, but we keep tearing it down to lay concrete and asphalt and stuff. And no matter what, the amount we're tearing down to do stuff like this, or how many trees we plant, it's not going to help because it takes so long for them to be viable. Means you're not really helping anything by planting those. How about we just retrograde stuff and stop clearing woodlands for solar farms? And you can just put them on top of buildings that have, you know, no matter what the roof, already to help with the thing. We're already buying them all from China anyway. Just saying. And like I keep saying, we planted as many trees as you want, but when you're tearing them down for stuff like that and they're burning down, you can plant as many as you want. It's not going to help. And plant this many trees. Well, it takes them a couple of years and you know we're losing way more than that a year. We've got to do better with that. If I plants, like again, do the hemp game. You can plant, you know, like you get like three harvests a year and they help with all of that. Keep going while you get the trees going. Like things like that, that help with CO2 emissions and so keep tearing them down, which makes the ground warmer because nothing's covering it to keep it cool. You know, it's just, it's dumb. like, And all that makes so much sense. It's not even funny. Like, I wish it was funny. It isn't funny. But it is with how much sense it makes and everyone still will argue any of those facts, which I don't understand how you do because none of them are actually wrong. And they would all actually help with ground temperatures and emissions and all kinds of fun things. Taking power off the grid. Strain off the grid is better. You know, there's all kinds of things they could do if they actually wanted to, but they don't. They're just going to keep pushing against fracking. You know, as it's the devil, apparently, but you know, lithium mines and all that that destroys things and leaves those big holes and everything that leaks and then it's contaminated. Then you can't go there anymore. So it's just useless. It's just a big old burning up hole, which digs into the core, which by the way, when you go that far down towards the core, it gets hotter because the core is, you know, magma and all that, which then raises the temperature. In case you didn't know. And but they're never going to care, even though it's that blatant and makes that much sense. And the ideas aren't sustainable. You know it. I know it. They know it. They just don't care. It doesn't bother them because it won't really, really affect them. Because they live in their cushy lifestyle. And there's a lot of people like myself, a lot of you that have really great ideas, which would help with it, like all the solar stuff I said and all kinds of things. It would actually, you know, help and that we could all do to make it very easy. And uh, no matter if there's HOA people or anything involved, like you could do things to help it out. And so many things people don't even think about and say they don't care, but these are easy things that we could do to actually make a difference. And if you wanted to make a difference, you wouldn't just actually argue with people to say stuff like this. You would actually listen to them because there's a lot better than most of the stuff they're coming up with that is totally destructive. The ground temperature and all that is rising. Because of global warming, we need to do more lithium mining. Well, the farther down you go, again, it's warmer. It's just mesmerizing, like you're wondering. Like, all you have to do is think, but I think I have good ideas. Crazy stuff, but I'm going to leave it. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening. Again, everyone on Good Pods, keep it up. If you're on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, CastBox, Amazon Music, Audible. I appreciate it. Good pods, again, appreciate it. If you're listening to it on any of them, please follow the Facebook page so you can see all everything I share on that and the followers help. You could rate the show on there too if you have on good pods. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, I think. I know you can do it on Spotify, but you can do all those things there and it helps out immensely. You could subscribe to the YouTube and Rumble channel just because like, it only takes a few seconds. Most people are on there, and put their stuff on there, especially people on good pods. You find it click subscribe if you listen to the thing find the video click like write a few words that helps out immensely it's just like ratings and reviews to put stuff on the, on the Facebook page yeah just to get it higher on people's search lists and I appreciate everyone that does any of it you know no matter who you are no matter how little you support me I appreciate all of it and I'm sure everyone especially people on good pods we all appreciate all that we get from everyone so make sure you check that out and one more shout out to Ashley Lana with her show lullaby the fear podcast again it'll suck you in so listen to that because it's good um and shout out again to everyone for you know father's day enjoy it hopefully you get to be with loved ones and have a good time for all the dads out there no matter what your you know status you know kind of dad you are but i'm gonna go there i'll be back on monday with some more stuff because you know stupid always seems to happen no matter what so enjoy your week and be good to each other. Again, follow along on everything. It only takes a few seconds and make sure you share everything out once you're on the Facebook page. It helps out immensely to get it to more eyes and ears to help it grow. Enjoy your weekend. And until Monday, my friends, peace.